Hello? Is this thing on? Oh, wait, yeah, it is. We're back. Back for another remix. This is Songs in My Head. Uh, it's been a minute, but we are back. Uh, as back as we can be for right now. Um, back just to kind of get our feet wet again. Uh, as always, joined by my lovely co-host, Kristen. Hello. And, um, we just thought that we would just say hi. So, hi. Uh, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm hanging in. Mm-hmm. I am hanging in. It has been... Last few months have been kind of hectic, to say the least. Uh, a lot of personal stuff going on, but uh, we're here. We made yeah. it. We, 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 are, we are here. Uh, we're mostly okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're getting back in the groove of things. And we thought we'd just come back with a little little mini episode, just talk about a couple of things that we've been following in music news and other other random stuff that we've been up to. Um, so, just kind of hopping into things. I know you've been uh, pretty beside yourself. Your favorite band of all time. Yeah. Announced that they're... On their final tour this year, uh, that of course being no effects. Forty years, and they're deciding to call it quits. Yeah, but I feel like it's not. Yeah, it's not quits, but I mean. It's not quits, but it's also it's not no effects. It's no. they're 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 doing other things. Uh, one of those other things, specifically being uh, Fat Mike opening the. Uh, the Punk Rock Museum in Las Vegas, which is something that you and I have been following quite a bit on social media. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm pretty pumped that they're announcing all of these, like, guest guides and stuff. I think that's a really, really cool idea. Definitely. Um, hoping, fingers crossed, that once, once it's a few months in the books and people actually start going there, and I believe that it's a real place. <laughs> um, hopefully, we can maybe swing a trip there as long as... Well, okay, so the trip there, I did look into this. The trip to Vegas, not so bad. And for where we were planning on being, because you and I have, have the same thought process about Las Vegas. I don't give a fuck about gambling. Yeah, me either. I don't give a fuck about going to any of those touristy places. Life's a gamble enough. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that the fucking truth? I want to go and see weird shit and go to the punk rock museum and that that stuff. I, I mean, feel I know like there's other weird shit to see. I feel like the only other like touristy thing that I would want to see is like the fountain. Yeah. What's that at the uh, the Bellagio? Yeah. I think that would be like the only touristy thing that I would want to go see. Otherwise, like, well, okay, and maybe like. The place where, like, uh, like Tupac was shot. Yeah, but, like, that's... But that's, that's, like, 
That's not touristy stuff, no. I don't think. I mean, no, that's, that's more like, of our music obsession. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I went morbid there for a minute, but I mean, like, it's it's history, like, it's music history, it's it's music nerd history, and like, that's our that's my bag, so. But yeah, I mean, I would like to go, for sure. Yeah, I, me too. I mean, I, I think if we can if we can swing it, I definitely would like to go there. Because it looks like it's going to be a really, really cool, cool setup. Um, I think it, it, it almost seems like they're trying to do it in, I don't want to say competition, but in like a similar fashion to what they have at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it'll be a really cool thing. And, and and Fat Mike, I mean, he's he's eclectic enough. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that... It'll be interesting, to say the least. Yeah, and I mean, he's got friends in all sorts of places, so oh, yeah. I'm sure that there's going to be some, you know, a lot of stuff to see. Well, yeah, I mean, and in addition to the museum, they're going to have... Didn't they say they're going to have a tattoo shop? Yeah. In the museum. Uh, there's going to be a chapel attached. You can get married there. Um, there's going to be a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be really, it'll be a cool place once it, once it actually like fully opens and I think like people actually go there, I think it'll be a more believable place. <laughs> right now it's like Narnia. Yeah. Like you're, you're like, oh yeah, look at all the things that they keep talking about, but like nothing's really, really official with it yet. So yeah, I think once we see like people talking about actually going and, uh, <clears throat> You're reading reviews and stuff. Yeah. That was at March 10th. I just looked it up. Yeah, I think so. It's coming up. Yeah, so right around the corner. We'll see. Yeah, but they're doing guided tours, like you said. Um, so I, I know, like, I looked up Fat Mike's and how much it costs and all that. Like, there's a lot of cool people doing the tours. What are the costs like? Oh, gosh, I forget. Um, the guided tour tickets, I want to say, let's see. Well, they're already, like sold through specific times let's see oh yeah a hundred dollars a ticket that's not bad no that's that's way better than what i was thinking it would be yeah but even to get in i think isn't really super duper expensive it was like twenty dollars or something to get in but yeah april tours somebody from the germs fat mike smelly they both have tour uh days um people from the vandals sick of sick of it all l7 TSOL, Masked Intruder, Intruder Blue. Yeah. So I bet he's got his mask on. Uh, Nubs, too. Nubs I, is... I was just about to say, I would definitely go in for for a tour with Nubs, for sure. See, that would my, be... Mike would be my number one, obviously. I mean, obviously. And smelly, but yeah, Nubs would be number three. I mean, I, but I feel like... from Anti-Flag. Oh, great. Cool. That sounds awful. Um, I feel like to get a guided tour with Mike you would have a really tough time. Oh, I'm sure. Because it would take so much for you to not just, like, like, hard eyes the whole time. Yeah. Which is okay. I mean, I mean, it, it, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, <laughs> I admire that. Um, but yeah, so, no effects. They're on their last... Uh, Punkin' Drublick tour right now. Um, and they're playing a lot of fucking music. Yeah, they're doing... I think they said it's probably going to be this year and next yeah. year's tour. 40 cities. 
um, 40 songs at each or something. So yeah. each each um, weekend is like two days. And I know at the one in Columbus, this is the one we were looked at, they were playing two different albums in entirety. Yeah. Um, but it looked like all of the dates they have scheduled for U.S. right now are the West Coast or Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Or I think there's like Texas. Um, Florida, maybe? Yeah. I think there's a, there's one or two like closer to Florida. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd really like to go, but... We'll see. Yeah. We'll see if we can swing it again. Just luck of the draw. Well, yeah. I mean, this is more of a limited time right. thing, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, speaking of Punk and Drublick, we just recently watched that documentary that they did about Punk and Drublick. Yeah, yeah, definitely interesting. Um, if you uh, follow our page... You should definitely look at the post because there is a priceless photo, a screen capture that I had to take from the video because I feel like you can't adequately experience. If you had to show me a picture that would encompass who is Fat Mike in one picture, it would be that picture that you put on the page for sure. Wearing his lingerie, drinking... Don't forget the top hat. Oh, yeah. Top hat, lingerie. Well, he's drinking. Drinking uh, Stella. Yeah. And what was he sitting in? His, like, it's like an electric, like, bumper car. Right. But the thing didn't but really thing run didn't well. Run... So he was, like, running it backwards up yeah, a hill. The, the, and... whole, the whole scene was just fucking off Cartoonish. the Cartoonish. But that's, I mean, that's Mike. So... Yeah, but I mean, the, the documentary is interesting because it focused not only on No Effects, but like the other bands that um, were on the tour. Um, we got to see some shots from Pittsburgh from the 2018 tour. I think so. I think, yeah. 2018 or 2019. It's, no, it was right before I met you. Oh, so that's, 20, yeah. It would have been 2018, which I went to, which was awesome. Um, yeah, Bad Religion was on that tour. Um, the Interrupters. Mad Caddies, I think, were there, but not on all the dates. So, yeah, we got to see some footage from a few of the, the dates. Then they talked about, like, the, the controversy with um, their awful comment. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Their I'm... their comment that they made uh, post-Vegas concert shooting. Yeah. Which was maybe a kind of bad timing, but I, I don't think they meant ill will. No, and I mean it's their it's their thing. I mean they are always picking on people, but that was the year they had the camp Punksylvania, I think, or whatever it was supposed to be, the Punk and Jubilee camp out. Or I thought it was Camp Anarchy. Oh yeah, thank you. Or no, I think originally it was called Anarchy Camp. Yes, and yes, then, yes. And then yes. they switched it to Camp Anarchy. Yeah, so they were supposed to be there, and then they wound up not being there because you know they they basically told them like no, not right now, and then they they ended up taking. Punk and Drublick overseas and played a whole bunch of shows right. in Europe. Right. So, I mean, we saw some of that, but at that point, it started to feel a little bit like Backstage Passport, which is their um, documentary on doing their European tour. And South America. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you've never watched that, highly recommend it. That was a really, it was a really cool insight to watching a band like NoFX travel the world. Very cool. Yeah, so, I mean, I've been trying to, to catch a few more documentaries here and there. I mean, we watched that one. Yeah. The Punk and Drublick. Um, um, trying to think what the one was called specifically. Um, but there was one about, like, the... 
It was literally like a public access television, <laughs> like from Milwaukee or something. And it was about um, like Midwestern hardcore mm-hmm. and like the, the, up, the, the come up of the Midwestern hardcore scene. Um, and that was super interesting. Like I had no idea that like it was such a big thing. Um, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, we just watched that one. Yeah, that wasn't very long ago. No. Uh, let me see here. Oh, yeah, it was uh, Journey Through Minnesota's Hardcore Punk Scene. <laughs> um, and it was literally... I don't even remember remember how it popped up on my thing. Because it's like from the Twin Cities PBS. <laughs> it was like a suggested video. And I watched the first episode and I was like, oh, okay. Like, this is super fucking interesting. And then we ended up sitting down and watching the full documentary. Mm-hmm. And like... It was a wild ride. And I think what was actually really cool about it was the fact that all of this was going on at the same time that, like, Prince was still playing clubs. Like, late in the 80s and early 90s. And, like, they were doing punk shows at some of the same clubs that were set pieces for Purple Rain. So I I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a really fun one. Definitely recommend that. Um, we could probably post links to yeah to all of these things. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we mentioned on the show before that we watched the one nine nine four. That was it was called. That was about, excellent. Yeah, it was just about um, like punk rock in the nineties, and it you know focused on like I don't know. There's a lot about Green Day and well, I, I think that Mike was in there. And... It was a it was a lot of like punk rockers that had come up through the 80s and into the 90s and they were talking about how like green by tony hawk (laughs) green day really like paved the way and really put a foot in the door right green day and they talked a lot of them talked about offspring also right so I, I I really enjoyed that one too. Yeah. You know, but we're fucking nerds, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And here and there, I watch you know smaller, like we watched that that sweet short one about uh, the thong song. Oh my god! Finding out that the guy that played the little you know violin part in the beginning is like an actual like like classically trained violinist <laughs> with like an orchestra, and he they brought him in to do the opening violin riff for the fucking thong song. (laughs) Imagine being able to put that on your fucking resume. Like what a baller move. (laughs) Um, and I've actually, I've watched that one a couple of times and and it doesn't get any less funny every time I watch it. My favorite part of that, aside from violin dude is when they get into the whole copyright part, Oh yeah. With uh with Ricky Martin. And they they're always like, Cisco, why would you why would you put that line in a song without getting the clearance? And he's like, I don't know, I thought it would be okay. <laughs> so yeah, so I mean we're 
we're always trying to find, and we have you have a whole list curated for us oh, that yeah. we will eventually. Yeah, watch there's more a whole of. YouTube playlist, and I mean, there's there's some movies that were, you know, or things that are on Netflix and whatever that I want to watch. So. Yeah, absolutely, and we will definitely watch those, and we'll give our honest feedback on it, and I'm sure that we'll post recommendations and stuff. Yeah. on the page after we watch these kind of things. Yeah, I plan to watch a few more while I'm still unemployed for a few more weeks. <laughs> yeah, we got time. Yeah. Um, Try to keep busy. Right. Um, uh, on that note, I was getting back into the 500 list. Yeah. Um, I post these on my personal page. Um, the latest one I'm working on was um, Pretty Hate Machine by uh, Nine Inch Nails, basically by Trent Reznor, <laughs> um, playing all the instruments. Um, I kind of went on a, a mini tangent of, you know, just Trent and the interesting stuff he's done. There's a real weird, um, like movie he produced to go along with the songs and the, the videos. It's real creepy actually, but you know, I guess what, what do you expect? <laughs> right. It's, it's Trent Reznor. Um, like, but yeah, I've always been a little fascinated by him cause you know, he's from Mercer County. Mm-hmm. Um, people always say the, the Midwest, <laughs> which is weird because I don't feel like we're Midwest. We're not even close to the Midwest. No, I mean, Ohio's kind of Midwest, I guess, but yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I've always been a little fascinated by him and reading uh, a lot about him and making that album. It talked about how he worked as like, I don't know, he was a janitor, but some sort of tech at a, a recording studio. And then that let him, you know, play around there with equipment. So he got, you know, really, really good on his own. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I've been doing that. Um, I forget what the next one is. This Is it is this the Supremes? Something. Yeah. Something classic. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I'm getting back into the 500. I kind of took a hiatus. Um, I mean, I've still been listening to some new music, but not as, not as much. Yeah, I've been I've been trying to to get back into listening to more music. Um, you know, I I, I kind of fell off for a little bit there because work life stuff just got a little overwhelming, and unfortunately my my brain strayed away from listening to music. But after going to a few shows uh, towards the end of the year. Uh, that definitely helped. Um, yeah, because we went to see Alistair, and then you went up listening to dri- we driveways. driveways a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I went through their whole catalog, and God, I listened a little bit. God damn, not... <laughs> they! I really, really enjoyed them. I knew you would uh, a lot. And then we went and saw Spill Canvas. Spill Canvas. After that, that was just a couple of days later. Yeah, and uh, turns out that you know somebody I used to work with is in a band so we we got to see them open for spill canvas shout out mike yeah we're gonna have them on the show soon yeah we're we're working on it uh old neon check them out yeah definitely they're they're really really awesome local band if you get a chance give them a listen they're well they're playing soon too aren't they because yeah they have a couple shows a couple shows coming up definitely have to check it out again um so yeah, that's that's somebody that we got lined up here in the next coming coming weeks, hopefully. Um, 
but yeah, that was project wise. I've just kind of been head down on work and stuff, but I have been working on some behind the scenes stuff for the show. Um, you know, trying to get us potentially onto, you know, like some sort of other platform with like a network of other shows kind of been unsuccessful in that regard, but I'll keep trying. Uh, and also trying to actively find a sponsor, uh, which if you follow social media, I just recently announced that we did successfully recently partner with, uh, W energy drink. Um, so we will be trying that product very soon and we will have more information to follow. Um, I'm pretty pumped though. Yeah. I think it's a cool opportunity. Definitely. Um, I think it's going to give us a lot more exposure to a lot more people because their discord alone has like 2,500 people on it, which is huge. Um, so I'm looking forward to this opportunity and if nothing else, even if we only, you know, get the exposure, that's enough for me, honestly. I just, I don't want to make this this show uh, my full-time job. I, no. I love doing this show because it's a hobby. Yeah, I mean, I think we have the same goal. We talked about, you know, being able to make a little bit of money enough to spread the word about our show more. Yeah. You know. I mean, get we some merch that we can give out. At yeah, I mean, we we or... would really like to start making merch. Um, so, if any of you wonderful people are uh, feeling generous, <laughs> you can always f message either one of us. Uh, this is not a plug for us. You don't have to do this. I'm just saying, if you want to, go for it. We have pay. I've got PayPal. I got I got Cash App. I got Venmo. Help your boy out. Help your girl out. No, but your support, honestly, you guys are awesome. Uh, I, I thank you guys for, for sticking with the show for so long. Being patient with us. Um, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not easy being two people filled to the eyeballs with anxiety <laughs> six out of seven days during the week. Uh, and trying to do a podcast where we're talking to an audience of people. Um, but I think, I think because we don't make it work, like we don't make it a job. It's, it's, it's a hobby. It's still yeah, fun. Oh, absolutely. I, I have a blast doing this show and I, I look forward to getting back into episodes and getting more guests on. Um, and I, I just want to do more. I, I want to I want to make this show more awesome for us, but also more awesome for you guys as the listeners. And hopefully this little sponsor gig will get us set up on the right path of maybe getting additional ones or, you know, working with other podcasters. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see where we get with this. But for now very excited for the opportunity i'm very happy that we were able to get set up with them so 
I think I think it's gonna be a good time. I yeah. think we're gonna enjoy this. Um, so something interesting that we did that was not music related recently, but still nerd related. Um, you got tickets to uh, something that they do in Pittsburgh, I think monthly, called Nerd Night. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell everybody a little okay. bit about So what I've been nerd wanting to go for a while. I mean, I've seen that uh, Nerd Night advertised, you know, in various uh, groups and stuff that I'm in, um, nerd groups, etc. Um, but basically what I was told was it's people that, you know get up and give a presentation about something nerdy, something that they're interested in. And I was like, presentations about nerdy things? Like, sign me up. Not to do the presentation because, you know, anxiety. But, like... I don't know, I, man. I mean... You, you'd be good I, I kind of want to do one. So... But you, you were basically... You sold it to me as... It's basically, like, TED Talks, but nerdier. Oh, yeah. And there's visuals... And I was like, we're going. Sign yeah. me up. I'm in. So this past, uh, was it two weeks ago? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like five bucks to go or something. So I bought the tickets. It was at Spirit, which is a really small music venue, but they had it um, downstairs. It was a neat little place. Yeah. I, I really I'd never it. been in the downstairs. Real, really low key. I really Yeah, it was really a little bar. It. it was real, like... Laid back. Everybody seemed like they were yeah. just chill, having a good time. But they start off with a, a speed friendship, which I guess is, is kind of like speed dating, where they match you up with, you know, I think 10 different people to talk to. Yeah. And then they give you three questions in, I don't know what how long it was, three, five minutes, something like that, real short. And you get to, you know, talk to various people. Now, we, we showed up a little bit later. Yeah, because... so we obviously didn't didn't want to do that. We asked each other the questions. Some of them were funny. Like, what's the, what is your, f what medical weapon would you want to be proficient with? And I was like, is this supposed to be a medieval weapon or a medical weapon? Both. I'll pick both. Both. What was your... Oh, scalpel. Scalpel was your medical oh, weapon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I chose the, uh, the laser that you do LASIK eye surgery <laughs> with. Because you could just threaten blindness. That's mm -hmm. what I would go with. Oh, see, I could cut anything with a scalpel. And then when I when we said medieval, what was yours? Oh, God, I forget. Do you remember mine? Trebuchet. Uh, I said trebuchet. And okay. you just kind of looked at me. You were just like, yeah. yeah? And I was like, yeah, because it's so, so cumbersome. Why wouldn't I? What did I pick? I can't remember. I honestly don't remember. Like hands, I was like, hands down, I knew what it was, but... Yeah, but it was, it was, it, that part was fun. I, I feel like it could have been something that we probably could have gotten into, but we, we yeah, had, maybe we enjoyed time. watching everybody else do it. Yeah, so then after that, I mean, we sat down and they did three presentations. The mm -hmm. first guy, I don't remember anybody, anybody's name. First guy uh, was a former um, professional cup stacker. He was a retired oh, yes. professional cup stacker. Excuse me, not former. Yeah, so he's a retired cup stacker, which we learned more than we ever thought was possible about cup stacking. I was fascinated. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely fascinated. I didn't know that I could be fascinated by cup stacking. Yeah, my but only exposure like, to cup stacking was, like, my kid uh, in daycare. Like, the kids were obsessed with it probably around the time that... That, this, that guy was, was into it, but I didn't realize that there was, like, a Team USA cup stacking team. There was, like, right. nationals and worlds. And yeah. the, the intense, like, crazy speed that these people could stack cups. Ridiculous. But the, but the key to these cups, apparently, is, is having holes in them. Yeah. 
So you can't because just use your, your regular old solo cups. But yeah, these are these are dedicated. You can't you can't drink from them because <laughs> there's holes in them. The one thing that I wish I would have asked because I, I came up afterwards, I was thinking, you know what? Do you bring your own cups to these, or do they have a set of regulation ones that you have to use when you get to a meet? Oh yeah, so that there's no so there's like, no like advantage. Right. I'm guessing that's probably the case. Probably you can't yeah. cut an extra air hole in there, <laughs> make it faster. Yeah, so I mean that was like surprisingly really cool. Yeah, I mean, and, and he was really funny too. And then the second girl that went up, uh, she did a whole presentation on like it was like basically the statistics of like uh, Olympic medalists and the whole like constant changing of their. I mean, it was Michael Phelps centric because the the whole thing was like the 2008 change in um, swimsuit. There's the word, um, and how it was like it was basically like uh, like doping. Yeah, there was something made of plastic that was like by NASA or something. Yeah, it was it was a specific suit that people wore, and they broke more records that year than than they had than any in... other, and they haven't broken that many records since then. Right. Um, and she was she was really interesting because like I'm. I'm kind of a data nerd too. Yeah, I mean, but she and she has like what she said she had like has a degree. In, oh yeah, she um she has a business or something like this. Yeah. That's what she does for a living is 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 data and you and know statistics, statistics and all that which kind of I stuff. find really fascinating. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So she presented actual like data about you know the the gold medals, the number of gold medals, and the graphs. I didn't realize that there was so much involved with swimming. She's I also a swimmer either. too, so she was really interesting. But it was like not the top topic that i was as interested in as the other two it was still she it was, was she was very interesting in oh, the information that she gave but i agree that it wasn't necessarily a topic that i was particularly interested in but again it's it's the whole like i like hearing people talk about things that they're passionate about for sure because that makes it like 10 times as interesting you could you could literally sit there and tell me how passionate you are about origami and i'll listen my favorite one though i think i mean Punk's Tony Phil. Yeah, so... This girl, she was just, I don't know, kind of captivating, honestly, talking about Punk's Tony Phil, and, like, I'm super interested in the inner circle that runs the whole right? thing. I, I didn't know It sounds like some sort of, like, secret society. Sounds like a Although cult. they all had, like, code names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they all had weird code names, and, like... But, yeah, she just went on this, like... She was just so in-depth about, like, the history of... Groundhog Day and the Inner Circle and Punxsutawney Phil and there was a lot of talk about Nicolas Cage and yeah a couple of my like favorite things were the Inner Circle and then the fact that there's other Phil like um god those were the best like one town was it somebody in Canada has a lobster yeah that they do they use I just I mean I like I like small animals anyway, so groundhogs are adorable, but I always feel bad the fact that, you know, they pull them out of a hole and they say, see your shadow. I liked how she had a statistic, what is he, he's correct 40% of the time, but whether people are really only correct 50% of the time, so like... <laughs> so like where what the margin is really low. Um, but also I, I appreciated the fact that at the end she, she made it a point to say... Uh, let's talk about another least favorite. <laughs> and it was the second most famous groundhog in Pennsylvania, which was 
uh, Gus, uh, which would be the Pennsylvania Lottery mascot. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was it was a really fun time. It was something very different. Uh, I had a blast. Oh, th- I'm definitely going back. And I, I definitely want to go to another one. Um, I actually talked in great length about possibly doing one. Um, what if we did one together? So, I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe we will do uh, a Songs in My Head live at Nerd Night sometime. And we're getting ahead of ourselves, but we'll we'll yeah. go we'll go to we'll some see. more events and we'll see. see we'll see we'll see if we can we can muster up the courage to do a live. Y'all better fucking be there. But yeah, so like people you know, talking about stuff they're passionate about with PowerPoint and alcohol served. It was great. I mean, it was yeah, great. it was great. Oh. Those are my people. God, the rainbow sherbet beer was so good. So good. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that's what we've been up to. Yeah. So that's what. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. Um, so you know, like I said, we're getting back into things. Um, we're gonna start working on new episodes. Uh, a couple guests. We have some with. guests that we have coming up, and yeah, we're just excited to get back into things. So, also be on the watch on the social media. Because we are going to start doing uh, theme days uh, coming up probably this coming week. I think we're going to start them. Um, so be on the lookout for that because each day is going to have a different a different theme. Um, I'm not going to give anything away right now because follow our social media. Uh, and in case you don't know where to find us on social media, um, we are on... Instagram uh, and Twitter. That's at SIMHpod. Uh, we are also on Facebook. You can look us up, Songs in My Head. Uh, we have a TikTok. We have not made any TikToks. Um, maybe we'll make a TikTok. I don't know. We have a lot of vinyl that you guys could look at. Tell us if you're interested in that, please. We even had our own unboxing tonight, so yeah, we could have TikTok we, that. We, we opened two vinyl tonight, and they were gorgeous. Um, so tell us if you're interested in that. And as always, you can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud, if you're nasty. <laughs> But we will be talking to you guys again very, very soon. We love you. Thanks for staying staying around. Uh, don't forget to tip your waitress. Um, try, the, try the veal. And uh, wash your fucking hands, you nasties. We love you guys. 